Hello! You're listening to Better Than Heroes, a live play Spelljammer influenced 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign. We stream new episodes every Monday at 7 pm Pacific Time. This podcast is the audio pulled straight from those live streams. Come join us live sometime! You can get more info about watching or supporting the show at betterthanheroes.com. Okay, bye. See you soon. Yes, Aaron, I do think you need to reinvent yourself as a cowboy. Oh, we're back. We're back. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, you knew it. You knew. Jacuse. No, a cowboy would never say jacuse. 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 Cowboy call lawyer. My friend Jacuse. And these parts, we call them jacuses. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> All right, hello. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Arc 3. We find our party of adventurers right on the edge of town, uh, the town known by its inhabitants as the Cove, a camouflaged inlet within the earthen clusters which compromise the planet known as Garden. The Cove was once ruled by a lineage of pirates who made a deal with the devil, dooming every lost soul who took residence there to a life of piracy, but now... The crew of the golden ship known as the Dinger has defeated both the pirates and the infernal being that oversaw the cove's imprisonment. You can see Moonboy, the pale white gnomish creature who has magical connection with the moon, leading the crew with his illuminated flying shoes and guiding the path in front of them as, the, as they approach the town. With him is the loudly dressed, swashbuckling bard flute wind teaser, who has also nicknamed himself the Wind Rider. There is a quick purple shimmer around his face from the Ioun stone that has replaced one of his eyes. And right behind him is Click, the mantis humanoid with four arms, feathery antenna, and a mechanical translator strapped over her pincered mouth. With her large hooked strapped, uh, with her large hooked shaped blade strapped across her back, she has no trouble carrying the fourth member of the party, the arcane construct Kai, whose metal body lies dormant after he separated his consciousness from his corporal form to interface with the infernal machine that controlled the fiend's lair. And as the party crests the town, they see the inhabitants of this lush spaceport have gathered, lighting the night with torches all around. There is a commotion as a penguin person named Whipper, the de facto speaker for the people of this town, pushes her way to the front and looks at you all. Sadness in her There is sadness and worry in her eyes as she sees Kai's limp form and looks to you all, hopeful but worried. And right at that moment, there is a blue surge of light from Kai's body. Aaron, Kai, you come back to consciousness with your friends and the whole town looking right at you. What do you do? Light fills my eyes and I sort of come online and start... There's a sudden babbling coming out of my mouth, like it's a combination of modem noises and multiple (laughs) languages at the same time saying 
strange arcane equations and like parts of recipes and stuff <laughs> just kind of pouring out of my mouth before I realize what's happening. I'm like, oh, hello, everyone. Are we all alive? Is everyone all right? <laughs> hello? Are you all right? I'm fine. Hello. <laughs> you were, Did we you do were, it? I think we I think we did it. You were for sure. We thought you were dead, guy. We thought you were oh, dead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't dead. I was merely interfacing with the mechanical mainframe of that uh, infernal lair. Foul well, stuff. But well, I did glad. some damage in there. Glad you I met a someone. shadow person. I went oh. to a shadowy library. I uh, severed some planar connections of various kinds. It was uh, quite an excursion, but... Whipper waves her hand to you and goes, no, I, yes, 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 but... Uh, are we free? Is the, is the cult free? Did you all defeat the devil? Oh. Yes, he, he ripped oh, up yes. the contract. So... Yes. you hear some like, murmuring from the town? Like, so, for sure, we're, we're free. Yes, I mean... If there was, you know, there was a devil who was holding a contract, and he's dead now, so... The devil! The, whole, yeah. the, the magistrate, is he's dead? You all, you all killed him? The magistrate. He's the dead, and he ripped up the contract. Both. Double whammy. Oh, Mazeltov. Whipper looks around, and she goes, We're free! And the whole town is like, and just like yells together and you you um there's like a spray as someone like takes a wooden hammer and pops a cork of a barrel that just kind of like sprays out next to you and uh there's uh, a few folks have like all of a sudden have musical instruments that are like singing and playing and um you all are kind of like swept up in your crew by different members of this town uh like coming over to you and like asking you questions and and handing you food and drinks and they just the, the whole town has come alive here um, in excitement. They're like the, the crowd is like very loud. You're kind of like separated in your own little spaces as people are uh, like coming up to you all and, and asking you about it. So um, if anybody has a way that they are kind of uh, would begin celebrating with the, this town, I would love to hear it from your character. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Windrider wind was already very into this pyroco from the moment that he saw it and now to be see the celebration and to along with his companions be the the cause of it yeah, he's definitely like he's so he's soaking it up for sure <laughs> good right he's like telling a story for like his like minor contributions like right and i made him rip up the contract <laughs> Uh, there, there's a bunch of like kids there with like little uh, wooden weapons who are like, "You forced a devil to rip up an infernal contract. That's amazing." They all say, "That was that. That's amazing." Ooh. Wow, such vocabulary. Uh, Moon, Moonboy chimes in and he's like, "That's nothing. One time, he sank uh, not one but two ships and oh. saved a bunch of fish people, and they called him the Sinker." Oh, the kids like look around and they're like the sinker, and they like look no, inside. Don't no, don't start! No, don't no, chant no, it, please. No, they did. No, that's. They I gave that. It. I gave that name away. Um, like any oh, good. Wait, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I wouldn't know any of that. That is a good question. Um, 
just before the the end of this scene, the um, like any good pack of young kids, as soon as you tell them not to do something, they're all like, the sinker! And they all like start sword fighting with each other with these like little wooden swords. Oh, <laughs> cute. You have another like religion on your hands, <laughs> Windrider. The name will live on whether you like it or not. Yeah, you gave it away, but now you have it back again. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I seem to remember I gave away something, too. But can I remember what it was? Um, yes, you, you can still remember that your name from a past life, uh, when you were from a whole nother sphere of planets and, and things, uh, a reality that was spun away at some point, then you don't have a memory of why, but you do know that you are in that past life or named Cyril Ethic, and you can remember that name, even though at in order to enter the Hellmouth, you were required to give something away, and you gave away that name, and uh, Flute gave away the sinker, this, the nickname that the, this cult of fish people gave him. Um, you all are still able to remember these things. Kai begins um, to rejoice as he realizes that he can remember the recipe that he gave away for Crag Hungus, the traditional <laughs> Goliath battle wedding loaf. <laughs> Are there any Goliaths here who want to be married? Uh, uh. Ready your weapons. You see, uh, as you yell that, this like uh, big, um, just like pale white uh, Goliath walks from, kind of like stands up. And he's like, I would like to meet a Goliath someday and and be wed. Oh, I want that for you. Thank you. I. I also, you know, I have dreams of settling down and maybe starting my own business. Oh, okay. What kind of business would you want to start? Um, uh, he looks at you and he's like, a toy shop. I want to make little toys for children. It seems very Fantastic. fun. Fantastic. Yes. Kai, Kai, ask, ask what my name is. What's your name? Um, he kind of looks at you sheepishly. He's like, uh... Beetleby, uh, and he just like looks around and like looks really nervous as that like the heroes of this town that like people are kind of like lined up and around are now looking at him. He's like, and they're like, you see a couple of folks like looking at him like glaring, not glaring at him, but just being like, oh my gosh, um, and looking at Beetleby. <laughs> Hooray like, for uh, Beetleby! And the whole the whole like, crew is absolutely just like Beetleby, and he like he looks very <laughs> de- like embarrassed. He's single. Uh, I was gonna say, click. Uh, click will raise the flute given to her by goat <laughs> to her fashioned whistle blowing uh, hole on her translator. Yes. Yeah, there's a special apparatus for that. That's right. Because because uh, creens do not have uh, the utensils to operate a whistle. <laughs> Kai had one installed. <laughs> Wait, did you just so refer she... to lips as a utensil? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I did. Sorry. I like that a lot. Harlan. No, it makes uh, sense. I'm not criticizing. (laughs) I just didn't want to blow past that. I love that. Whistling, whispering, and telling grandma you love her, and that's it. Uh, She... Click will will raise the the whistle goat uh, their Goliath bosun gave her to her hole and uh, give it a whistle. 
Okay. <laughs> um, let's have you roll a performance check here. I don't know if you've let's, ever oh, had yeah. the fighter in the party roll a performance I don't know check, if Clicks ever performed. <laughs> we're sure going to find out right now uh, what you do with this. Come on, baby. Oh, yeah, that's a hot nine. A hot nine. Okay, well, since it's not a cold nine, um, you... You blow it out and it's just like one large tone and the Goliath looks at you confused but can just read from you that it was meaningful and, and Beetleby's like, thank you, he says and pats you on the back. That was beautiful. And a couple of other people are like asking him now more about the toys that he wants to make. And he's like, well, you know, no one's ever asked before, but he's like starting to go into detail about them. Okay, so the the intention was to get Goat's attention, and I I suppose that was unsuccessful with a nine. <laughs> yeah, with a nine, the crowd's a little too loud, so you yeah. would have to go and, and directly mm. snag this uh, member. Who, to... You don't see any members of your crew amongst this crowd, but you know that your ship is docked at the port, so it makes sense that they mm. might be on there. Uh, the Moon Boy is getting into this party. He is doing kind of a dance, shifting between dances like you would see the Charlie Brown characters do in the Christmas <laughs> special. Uh, and like dancing with probably the, the other children and the youths of the uh, of the cove. And being very guarded of his hat, though. Like when the kids get a little close, he's like, Hey, watch it. Hey, watch it. Yes. Hey, you little thieves. Um, That's right. A kid tried to steal his hat. It's not. Kid, it's not unwarranted. It's not unwarranted. In fact, it got uh, hot fifty feet away from me with that thing. Would you? Uh, would you roll a perception check? And um, while you're doing that, I want to roll back to Click real quick because I almost forgot something. Uh, Click, could you roll a Constitution saving throw? Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. no! Great. Uh, that is a twenty-one. I okay. Um, in this revelry, you feel a twinge of pain along your side, and this infernal wound that you were stabbed by the devil that you fought before his tail. Um, and it doesn't seem to be growing on you, but it definitely seems to, the wound seems to remain, and you just feel that weakness is not something that is going to be naturally healed, um, as you have felt this uh, kind of like draining of your body before when you were latched onto by a... a a space lamprey. Um, so you know that this wound is going to continue to be a problem, maybe grow, if not weaken you, um, mm. if you don't tend to it. Um, yeah. Are you all right? Click, Click winces in pain. I, 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 I don't, she'll reveal some gaping holes from a devil <gasps> stinger in the back of her uh, oh, body. So there's black ichor pouring from the from the holes in her carapace, and uh, um, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. Can I call Whipper over and uh, be like, Whipper, click click here took some a bit of nasty damage on there. Is there anyone here who might be able to take a look at her? Oh yeah, show me the wound, you know, and if she if she looks at it, she like uh, spits out a small fish, like immediately <laughs> that is like a little bit of she's just like, oh, oh goodness, and she like grabs the fish and puts it back in her mouth and she's like, oh my god, oh. Is that the doctor? I, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a hilarious fear reaction. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, We'll, we'll get back to that moment in a tiny second. Um, Jordan, did you roll that perception check for Moonboy? I sure did. What'd you Harlan, get? And I rolled a natural 20. Look at you. Um, <gasps> perception check of 28 for the Moonboy. 
you see inside of the the crowd that of of kids that seem to be a more rough and tumble crowd. They're the one listening to um, you and Windrider tell stories earlier. But she was not in that crowd before, but she definitely is now. She has a, a wooden sword, and you see the little girl who tried to steal your hat before. She has kind of like dirty blonde hair that's um, kind of like braided and also very messy. Um, kind of like warning, wearing very ill-fitting tattered leather armor. And she's just like kicking. She like you see her kick over one of the younger boys and like knock him over. And she's clearly winning this uh, very low stakes um, sword fight. Does she see me? No, not at all. Because you rolled a natural twenty, she does not see you. Great. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, great. I'm going to mark, or the moon boy will mark her, and uh, kind of. Dance away. <laughs> um, with a uh, with a tw- with that twenty, do I notice uh, click? Oh yeah, being sick. Absolutely. Sick click? Yeah. You see um, yeah. your compatriot. Am I down with? Am I down with the clickness? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. This this arc is I done. Said, <laughs> I know I said I wouldn't for the new arc. Was this entire yeah. show an elaborate ploy to get you to that joke, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a yo. <laughs> My work here is done. Um, yeah, uh, the Moon Boy sees, spots this urchin who stole my hat. And um, I think he wants to uh, goad her a little bit. But seeing as he has the upper hand, he's not going to tip that. Uh, he's going to mark her location and kind of see what's happening with Click and come over, and I'd like to uh, inspect the wound if I can. Oh, absolutely. Um, you, uh, so yeah, you can kind of have a real uh, like Terminator gaze on this kid as you're like, just <laughs> had scoped her out. You will just generally keep tabs on her as she moves about these festivities. Um, yeah. and I think maybe she thinks she sees me again, that ad. But then the crowd shifts and oh no it's just oh it's just it's somebody selling those upside down waffle cones made of blue corn <laughs> moon boy is that is that the urchin who stole your hat over there yes would you yes. like would you like to have a, a a light revenge on her nothing bad just in be- would you like me to bedevil her with magic in a nice way in a playful way <laughs> i would love that that sounds like exactly the sort of revenge I would like, because, you know, I respect a good thieving, but I also respect a good counter-prank. All right. He says I'm going very to... fragery. <laughs> I want to sort of... turns his attention to this deadly wound. <laughs> I want to put on a little show. Wait, clicks, all... meanwhile, just leaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, somebody else will deal with that. Hat <laughs> prank! Hat prank! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while, while they're discussing mischief, like, Whipper is, like, ha- has pulled out a few different salves and is trying, like, putting each of them on there and is like, oh, no, that's not it either. Oh, like, one of them starts to, like, turn green and bubble. One Whipper, of them's- that's chapstick. Oh, yeah. That was chapstick, and you and you know it. <laughs> nah, it's well, reacting with the icker. That's not good. Well, I, uh, the wound is not chapped. We figured that out, she says, and she, like, <laughs> rummages around in this pocket you can't honestly, quite see. And now it won't be. Good job, Whipper. Yep, yep, yep. It's okay. So we've not chapped off the list. I'm just going to go down, and she pours uh, this, like, 
blue liquid on there and it stings click, but it doesn't cause more damage to you. And she's like, okay, not poisoned. We know it's not poisoned either. Um, and she's just like, has pulling out more vials and it's just like going through one by one to see if I think, she can I think it. the moon boy kind of stops her and is like, don't, just stop, stop, stop. She's, she's not a hot dog. <laughs> this, this is definitely relish that you've put in here. I know that she is. Not, I know that she is not a dog. What, what, what are you discussing? No, stop. Forget it. We need to get her. Let's get her back to the ship. Click. Can you make it? Do you think you can make it back to the ship? I think I might be able to. The plants. Yeah. The plants that the Moon Girl gave me. I think maybe we can. I think maybe we can fix this. Whatever you, whatever you say, Moon Boy. And Click will kind of just wrap her uh, her long black cloak around her uh, oozing wound a little tighter <laughs> and hobble off to the the dinger. Uh, it's just I'm, a ran- very random question. Is that other Kreen around here? The Kreen who Click had a kind of an altercation with? Oh, oh the yeah. Kreen teen? Cream team. Is, is that cream and among this crowd and you know, I'm just kinda as I see click kind of uh hurt and being taken away. Yeah, you um so you all moving through the crowd almost have difficulty getting toward your ship, which is docked um, you know, about like ten a fifteen minute walk away downhill. Um, you can like see the the ship's bows like cresting off in the place where you had a battle before. Um and there's some like lights lighting it up, so you imagine that your crew is probably on there. But you almost have trouble getting there because as you were walking through, it's like trying to say goodbye at my Thanksgiving party that my family has, um, where you just like <laughs> get another, you know, sure. ten steps, and somebody's like, "Oh, hey!" Like, and they like want to try and talk to you um, sure. in this moment. Uh, That's so, what I imagine it's like after you do a good comedy set. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I think people. in in response to to the crowd and people coming and talking, <laughs> click bellows into the air. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> and casts blur and just kind of like chittering and huffing and pissy marches through the crowd. <laughs> Everyone starts clapping. Yeah. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of a black trail behind her. Um, um, I, I want you to roll a uh, intimidation check, not to determine the outcome here, but to determine how people react to this moment. <laughs> sure. Because I'm going to let you get to the boat no matter what, but uh, it's, it's just fun. Uh, it's an 18. Okay. With an 18, <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh, hell yeah. They're like, hey, every, like, people start joining in. They're like, oh, we got to get the, we gotta get these here. They need some rest. They need some rest. Like somebody like is yelling and... Um, you see uh, Derek the Tortle, uh, who you became friends with earlier, um, kind of just be like, hey, look, I know these folks, and they need to get some rest, he's saying to, like, one person Derek. as you walk by. And um, <laughs> But, yeah, the crowd absolutely clears, and people, like, cheering you on. They're like, hey, thank you! Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, oh. like, just throwing out, like, positive things as, uh, is the whole crew going? Moonboy is for sure following Click and is like kind of half apologizing for her screaming at everyone. Is like she got stabbed by the devil. I mean, she, we're trying to fix it. I uh, <laughs> guy, guy, 
Light revenge. Light revenge. Yes. Uh, I, wait. I will. I will go with the party as soon as I perform some sacred justice. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that moment real quick. But just uh, uh, Andrew, uh, can you have flute roll a perception check as he is maybe like leaving with the party or moving with the party and is scanning the crowd for this queen? Oh my gosh, I like this new precedent. Natural 20. What is happening? You have to roll different things. That'd be a 23. Okay. Um, (laughs) You see him uh, sitting uh, alone with um, a, well, I guess he's sitting with a dwarf. Uh, this kind of like older wizened dwarf who has a, a big cane um, and they're they're both sitting and talking and drinking by um, like a closed shop on like sitting on the porch itself um, and so now uh, you can you can do what you want with that information in a second but first I want to get to this light uh, light vengeance revenge what did you call it Light sacred light. justice. Someone went from a light justice sacred and light sacred justice. Also, we got a raid from <laughs> oh, Feats and Fables. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Hi, I'm a prank paladin. You're back again. Thank you. <laughs> prank paladin? Is that what you yes. said? Yes. Uh, That's what I said. Um, That'd be an amazing subclass. The, the oath of pranking. <laughs> oh my god, like a mischief Ooh. paladin? Get out of my head. Yeah. That's incredible. actually so incredible. And Loki we're going god. to come back to that. <laughs> totally. In the next campaign. <laughs> so I'm going to gather all of the children around me. Uh, I'm distributing treats. And um, Besna is flying around. Besna is my little mechanical hummingbird that is my familiar. And she distributes treats to the children. And I'm uh, performing a little, uh, little show, doing illusions and stuff casting minor illusion and I will uh, single out the uh, girl and say uh, you come here I would like to show you a trick (laughs) and um, I'm going to use my magical tinkering um, to uh, I will touch her shoes and every time they are tapped so every time she walks uh, the object will emit an odor or non-verbal sound. Let's choose a non-verbal sound, and it will make a little fart. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I will use my magical tinkering and tap a little... She has a necklace around her neck, and I will tap that so that it will repeat every several seconds. I'm a little thief, and I love to fart. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You've just destroyed this middle schooler's entire entire world. <laughs> uh, so when you do these, let's have you roll a stealth check real quick. Sure. Oh a contested stealth check with a child. I'm a little thief, but oh, I love it. might be super fart. stealthy. Wow. For those of you just joining in the yard. I 20! Oh my, my god. natural 20! Oh my god. God. This is arc three, all twenties, oh, every game. Twenties from heaven. On the dumbest Unreal. shit possible. <laughs> <laughs> Pranking girls, looking around for an NPC who's not even part of the scene. Uh, <laughs> whatever, prank her ass. She stole my hat. <laughs> He's, you're going to roll so a she, natural like, one trying to save my ass. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's next. Once we get to the important stuff. So she's like excited. So I do like I do like another little trick for another kid where she has a they have a toy 
uh, one of their wooden swords and I make it sparkle. And then unbeknownst to her, I give her fart shoes and a mean <laughs> necklace. <laughs> can, can we make a t-shirt that says, I'm a little thief and I like to fart? <laughs> oh my god. Of course god. we can. It's 2021. Absolutely. <laughs> Or just the necklace with a locket with a speaker on it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so boy. funny. Okay. Okay. Oh, Sorry. It's, ridi- um, it's not. It's ridiculous. Look for so, those shirts at Gen Con. <laughs> abs- absolutely. Uh, so you, you rolled so well on this uh, that you, you have the... the Ra- uh, you know, the uh, attention of all of these kids and then you you pull off a couple of little tricks and they're like yeah Kai they're like know your name and they're excited about it and they're just think you're a hero uh, in general and then when you pull this off uh, like these little tricks they're just like ah! and um, when you do the, the, the trick on this um, young little girl whose name is Tree uh, she tells you uh, in it she's like that wasn't that cool um, oh, really? Uh, Would you like to see something really cool? Oh, yikes. <laughs> That's, what I say. That's what I say before I do my bedeviling. <laughs> uh, she's like, no, thank you. And she folds her hands and walks away. And there's just a... I'm a little thief, and I love it far. Uh, she turns, like, they all laugh, and she turns around. She goes, I wait, no. And, um... Uh, I'm a little thief. I'm sorry, like what, did you, what did you say? <laughs> I didn't, say, I didn't say anything. You, you, uh, she points at you. She said, like, you put it, you, you tricked me. You, you. I'm a little thief, and I love to fart. No, I'm, oh, I'm oh, not. Yes. I don't like to fart. I don't like to fart, she says. <laughs> you love it. Um, but you just said you love it. Uh, the, the Some of the other kids, like, join in, and they're like, I'm a little thief, and I like to fart. They said, I'm, like, saying to her, and she's yeah, like, ruined. She's ruined. You have I am, bullied a child. This is the meanest thing we've ever done. I'm 38 Terrible. years old. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little this bad. Month. No. Uh, Listen, will, should, uh, it's okay to feel bad, it. but also she earned every step of those fart shoes. I will pretty swiftly end the enchantment <laughs> that uh, that causes the message to be played. I'm a little thief, and I... <laughs> But I will allow the farting shoes to remain for quite some time. Uh, she, she, seeing this and seeing the control and seeing people laugh at her, she gets mad and she runs off. But with each run, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I kind of just want those as an enchanted item now. Yeah, fart shoes. Yeah, we can shoes make that of happen. gaseous yeah. escape. Anti-stealth shoes. Sure. Yeah, I can make a little uh, magical item that is um, like a low-level. Uh, cursed item that's cursed with farting. Sure, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Sure. <laughs> Welcome, new viewers. Arc 3. Welcome, new viewers. Sure. This is the game. Instead of L.A. gear, it's L.A. rear. Yeah. It's got, instead of the little basketball you squeeze to pump it up, it's just a little butt. Go ahead. Dungeons and farting. Um, so... Uh, Dungeons and dragons? Uh, so, with this... Um, Flute, you can either go with the party if you want, or peel off and go talk to this queen. Um, Moonboy, you, I'm sure, are reveling in this light vengeance. Um, Absolutely. Every step of it. uh, Every... (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. He laughed so hard that he actually farts a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hilarious. 
And so now the party, you all are together again, kind of like in a quiet moment after making it through this crowd. Um, Flute, are you staying or are you just kind of like noting and continuing on? Yeah, it's basically just kind of curious, like what is, is that character around and how he reacted to Click being visibly hurt or anything, but no, I yeah. wasn't going to go talk to him. It seems like the party is, is raging for a while. So if there is something that you all want to do kind of like uh, in in the, the evening here, you absolutely can. But um uh, you all have this like quiet moment together of going straight from literally a hell mouth uh, from the bowels of hell, being unsure if Kai was going to make it or not, um, departing from one of your newfound friends and uh, into this like raucous party. And you didn't have a moment to catch your breath, but this is it. As you're kind of like walking, you can see a peak of like star and moonlight coming through uh, the ivy that covers the mouth of this cove. Um, as you head toward the docks of this like crescent-shaped town and you see your lit up golden ship the like uh the caravel this what used to be a um a sea ship you know something that is in the water it has like functional sails and has now been turned into the vessel that you all pop around these magical gal- this magical galaxy with that you recently found that has a sentient helm as well, this kind of like stoned-faced creature uh, living inside of it. And you um, approach and you see uh, it's like coming home after being gone from a long trip because you can see Cobble, uh, the small green kobold, a uh, very old like wizened robed kobold with her little staff up in the crow's nest, uh, clearly like sleeping on her arm there. Um, you see Relic is sitting on the seat of the ballista shooter at the front of the ship, the large crossbow. Relic is the, the small halfling uh, that is a part of your crew. Um, with just, like working on tan- nothing. Yeah, exactly. He's like tanner skin and like sleek black hair. Uh, slick back hair. Um, he's uh also like, kind of snoozing in, in the seat of the chair there, but still ready to go um, <laughs> if he needs to. And uh, you don't see Goliath and the dwarven <laughs> captain of your ship, the dwarf of the cowboy hat, as he is probably underneath uh, the top deck here, uh, ready to zip away close to the spell jamming helm that powers your ship. And, um, and you see Goat. The only kind of like moving around awake member of your ship who is just sweeping with this like very large boon, the big Goliath bosun um, with her uh, like undercut. She has uh, hair, which is not too common for most of the Goliaths you've come across. And um, she has no tattoos, as you know that she is from a a warrior community, a warrior uh, clutch, but she is left it and kind of to be this more zen um, ship uh, person who takes care of the ship that you all are all on together. And you can walk up to the, sh- uh, the deck of the ship, no problemo. In fact, Goat sees you all and you just see her like breathing a big sigh without really even saying anything. She's like, I'm, uh, I'm glad to see you all. I, you know, every time you pop away, I get a little worried that I'm not going to see you, and so anyway, I don't want to get too mushy this late at night, but it's good to see you. <laughs> Click kind of passes, like just fades in and out oh. from her wounds. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Is she drunk? Pooling black got, ichor on the ground in front of her. She got stuck by the devil. No, uh, a, a devil. Uh, 
What? What? She like, if you, she goes over to you quickly and it's just like huge hulking figure um, comes over and just very carefully and nimbly like uh, pulls up your armor um, and it's like, oh, no, this looks terrible. This is, oh my God. That's not poison. It's 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 okay. No, it's not. It's um, we don't we don't know what it is, but I think uh, I think I think we can help her. Can can you, can we get her down, below decks where I've been keeping my plants? Yes. She scoops both click up in one arm and you moon boy up in another, and just uh, like walks <laughs> immediately downstairs, uh, below deck here. And um, I'm going to throw up real quick. If you all want to open your roll 20s, I just want to... We haven't got to reveal this map yet, but it is a just an amazing uh, remapping of the uh, uh, very detailed version of the map um, of the dinger that our map maker Joshua Smith has done. Ugh, I and love it so much. I'm going to pop it up here on the stream in just a second. But, Show them. Um, They're ready. Yeah, it's so good. It's just so, so good. Um, okay, cool. Alright, there's there's one uh, there's just the top deck here. I've got it's some so old cool. tokens on there, but um, yeah, this is the uh, this is the new ship map and she's gonna bring you down below here in this what is it? Oh yes, we also have below deck here too. Um, very cool, very fun. Um, oh, hold on. There this we go. Very cool, so very fun. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, it's so cool. It's so, uh, it's so oh, wild. Oh, I think I too. see Moonboy's barrel. Yes, that's <laughs> true. There's, oh my gosh. Um, and Moonboy, if you want to direct go the, you know, this big Goliath that's carrying you, I know where you want to yes. go and I want to zoom in on the map. So if you want to just um, tell him, tell, tell Go what your plan is, that would be great. So yeah, we're going to, um, Goat is going to pick us up and whisk us down the stairs to the, to the mid deck where kind of the crew bunks and Everybody stays and sleeps and stuff, and then even below that into the cargo hold, uh, and kind of at the front of the cargo hold here, um, amid and also Harlan, did you see that thing that I messaged you about? I can double check it on right Discord. Now. Um, and kind of in the front of what do you call it? The four as opposed to the aft. Yes, um, but before we, we we get too far there, I just want to um, uh, there is Josh. In fact, didn't put your plant hold in the cargo hold, but if you look next to oh, the stairs okay. there, he gave you your own little closet for oh, this. Where's that? So um, it's right by the entrance of the stairs. Um, I'm going to switch over so the stream can see it as well, but I just want to. Um, I know we canonically put it down in the cargo hold, but he gave you your own little plant closet that he put on the oh, map. Oh, yeah, no, so that's I just totally wanna... fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see it. I see it. Okay, so yeah. under these stairs, let's say. Yes, yeah. Right Moonboy's growing the... operation. Under these stairs, <laughs> yeah. you do you do literally, <laughs> you find, you see that he it, there's kind of this area that's been sort of Pee-wee Hermaned a little bit to have, like, yes. shower curtains and stuff and weird lights, phosphorescent crystals and what have you hanging from strings and there's all of these plants that were given to him by the moon girl um, from their home planet that is no longer Lunastera and uh, they look great he's been growing these for weeks and you also see down in here uh, the halfling that we found Melzor uh, kind of comes out from between these, these uh, plants and when we found him Remember he had that horn and he was all crazy and necromantic and weird. 
and he looks a little better. He looks like he's been eating his hairs back in a ponytail. Uh, hey, uh, like when, when Goat opens the door too, he's like, hi, I, uh, I bet you thought that I was stayed behind. It's untrue. <laughs> um, I've oh, been God. sleeping in the cargo hold this whole time. And I apologize for um, the buckets down there. Don't please don't open any of them. I'll handle them myself. Thank you very much. Um, but <laughs> oh Moon Boy did find me, so um, I'm here, I guess. I totally to be honest, I, I kind of forgot that he was here. <laughs> yes, a, a lot, a lot of people kind of forgot he was here, and I found him. He was eating garbage and kind of reverting, going feral a little bit, and. Uh, that's true. I was trying very hard to avoid anyone knowing I was here. I was a bit of a stowaway for a while. And he looks at you and he's like with these like wispy gray hairs around him and like kind of crazy eyed. And he's like, does anyone feel like there's just something wrong with the universe all the time? Because I was okay. in the cargo hold. I was thinking about no. anyway. What? No, it's, it's, it's just one it's, of those things. Moon boy, I should. Okay. <laughs> yes, I feel it too, Melzo. He's still working on it. He looks um, at you and goes, Plant. Click's head flops to the side and goes, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, and she uh, stares at the little halfling. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, how, how are they? How are the, how are the plants looking? Oh, well, Marshall's doing great. Uh, but Meredith having a hard time a little bit. So I uh, added a bit of um, paprika into the soil and kills most plants. Doing great for Meredith, he says, as he points over to this, like, small blue luminescent plant. Okay. He's like, I feel like it's going well. How do you all feel? He says to the uh, plant room when, when, and then shakes his head. We're dying, some of us. Oh, yeah, we all are. <laughs> no, I mean, eventually we're going to get there. Uh, I was in a cocoon for a yeah, while. Step, step, I know. <laughs> oh, step, that's right. Step aside. I've got to, I've got to get at the twins. Oh yes. And he, uh, he uh, kind of uh, makes Melzor step aside, and uh, and he kneels down, and he, you see, he kind of pulls this pot out that's even more secluded than the others, but it's right near this little blue crystal, and it's the first plant that he had. Uh, when it was just that plant in here, but now there's two of them, and they're kind of these little lobed plants, and he snaps off uh, one of the lobes, and it's got this strange kind of luminescent blue goo in it, and he uh, he picks up, uh, he goes over to a little area that Melzor has set up with kind of cans of water and fertilizer and stuff, and he starts heating some water on this little kind of arcane uh, plate, and uh, crushes up this little, this little petal with some other things, and pours it into this water, and makes this little tea out of it. And he walks it's over. It's time for a snack, my boy. And he's like, ah, "Shut up! I, I think it might be actually." <laughs> but, uh, and he goes, "Lay her, lay her down, lay her down, right here under the stairs." And he goes up, and uh, he looks like he's gonna kind of pour this tea over the wound, but then he drinks the whole thing, and. Uh, you see that the moon boy kind of fills with this, this, uh, this, the light from this tea, and he places his hands over the wound, and uh, he casts for the first time at level five, greater restoration. Ooh, yeah, and yeah, so there, you know, there is this white uh, lunar glow that comes off of moon boy, and you just see it seep into the wound, and this, uh, what looks like ash and ember and black ichor just kind of moving around the edge of this almost looks like a gaping mouth from the side of click that is getting wider and wider and opening more and more um instead 
seems to glow a bit, and you see these like burning colors get softer and softer, and the orange uh, like of your carapace kind of just uh, starts to shine brighter there, and f- almost fold on its edges until it gets closer and closer and heals up completely and um, you no longer have that penalty to the your max HP. Um, you do not heal that amount, but you no longer have that penalty to your max HP, which was down to what? It was from what to what? It was, I had a minus 11 reduction on my max HP. Um, my current hit points are 17, so I, I've, <sighs> but like... <laughs> My max hit points were 83, and I was down to 72 on my max. Good God. Okay, so um, I, I will also cast Healing Word. I truly love that we're starting this hit point with you all just beat the shit. Because you, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Click is busted. Yeah. Um, um, that, um, d- devils are tough. Uh, yeah, so you... Covered in bike marks from Hell Piranhas. Um, yeah, so, like, you all are this kind of, like, beat-up, wounded, kind of, like, nose-bleedy crew uh, in this moment, and... But you're back on your ship, you know? Um, you regain, um, 7, 14, 21 hit points. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'll do it again. What the hell? I'll cast Healing Word again at 4th level. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I love... God, Jordan, and, and you can tweak this in any way you want to, but I just love that you find this garden room closet for the first time <laughs> and in it is somebody has been living in it this whole time and you all did not know and inside of this finally in this quiet moment after uh you know trouncing an evil pirate crew destroying a very established devil that has been here for centuries um that you all are in this plant room all of a sudden and there's just this kind of white glow to it that is similar to when it snows outside and then the moon is real bright and it almost feels like daytime um but it has the green warmth to it as well that are is this room full of plants and um yeah and moon boy kind of just like fills up the room with uh this healing energy and it heals you click like your the burns in your body from these hell deer uh just wash away um, Malzor, this like stinky old man halfling is like anybody want a sardine? And he just pulls a sardine out of his pocket. Um, Click looks at Malzor and says Moon Boy, you look terrible. No, yes, no. I haven't heard that name in what a long time. He says it you. No, 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 it's me. She thinks you're you're not me. No, I could be. I could, if I, you want me I'm to. The moon, you heard it the second we walked in here. He's yeah. fine. He's, he really is. Maybe, maybe Malzor wants to live in the cove. She she takes the sardine from Malzor and turns over toward Moonboy's voice and snaps it behind her uh, her little uh, bronze translator and says, "Thank you, Moonboy. I feel much better." She's okay. She's okay, fellas. Good. Malzor, would you like somewhere to live that isn't in this glow grow room? He doesn't like outside a lot yeah but I would just prefer does he freak you out well I was actually gonna live on Mingabwe the moon that you all dropped me off of before but I fell asleep inside of the ship and I just woke up and you guys were going so um, you know my motto is anywhere beats uh, 
entombed in a <laughs> grave that I was it's not a, mentor meant for, possessed it, by a ghost. That's what I always say. I always say that. Yeah. It's a motto in progress. <laughs> no, I'm done saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're okay. Click. Try not to get well. stung by any devils again. God, what? I keep getting sucked on by uh, I know. my HP keeps getting taken from me. Well, I mean, does anybody want any plants or something? This one makes you see a color that you can't otherwise. Yeah, Gregory. He's a wild one. Malzor says. Pretty wild. Is that the name of the plant or the color? That's, well, kind of both, really. Uh, sp- speaking of Gregory, did anyone see him at the party? Oh, Gregory Punch. Gregory Punch. I didn't. I didn't see him when we. I didn't see got him all leave. jumbled up coming out of the Hellmouth. Yeah, they're kind of like local. He hero. made it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's with us walking into town, and then we just, you know, once the crowd hit us, I don't. I don't know where he went. I didn't see him. Irish goodbyed. <laughs> Hey, we got a raid <laughs> yeah, coming in from LT Good Times. Thanks oh. so much, everybody. Hi, Hi Brandon. Hello. Hello. This is the first episode of our third arc of our uh, <laughs> session, so thanks for hanging out with us. Um, yeah, so um, you you hear a little, <clears throat> and you see the old wizened kobold cobble is leaning against the doorway holding her staff, and she looks at you and is like, Oh uh, yeah. Um, Talon says bye. Uh, she's left with Gregory Punch. She sent me uh, a little magical thing in my brain. Sorry, I just woke up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why would she send you? Are you, are you the... talking about a dream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, people people don't yeah. communicate through dreams. Um, she oh, says and shakes her head, surprise. and she's like, um, "Net's made up. You, you got to throw bones in a shell to look at the future." Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Talon left with Gregory Punch. She told me they're going to Mingabwe to uh, find Talon's sister. So, oh. and let the uh, fourth ring, the uh, you know those the people that you're friends with. She's kind of like drowsily like trying to get things that you all know all of the things already yeah the 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 secret hitting organization that is trying to save the world that are you all are friends with she's gonna go check in with them and let them know that you have a spell jammer helm that can jump from dimension to dimen- dimension very easily yes she probably is going to tell them that yeah okay anyway good night uh, she says as cobbles like good night yeah you just bye Malzor. cobble <laughs> Are you? Are you? Wait. Did, yeah. Didn't you just wake up? You're going back to bed. I'm old. <laughs> Don't. Are you? Are you depressed? Uh, I mean, I think about my own death constantly, but I think that a is. Lot. I think. I think it's a, a weird thing that people don't. So she says that she kind of like. I picks think her about your death. Well. No, we were always talking about how. About how she was just being morbid and weird, but I think we've just been ignoring the signs of clinical depression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our poor little kobold navigator. Always sleeping, thinking about death, 
uh, always burning a single grim candle. Hiding. All the signs a, lot of sol- a lot of solitary time. Yeah. Those are the side effects of Prozac. Yeah. Cobble, think how many times you've told us you were going to die someplace we went, and you haven't died yet. Uh, Every place we go, you, you tell us you're going to die. Here you are. She looks at you all, rubbing the sleep from her eyes, and she says, You know what? I have to say, um, I've been feeling pretty optimistic lately. I I was very certain that uh, because Kai was here and his near unknown or unmatched uh, magical being of unknown sources that we were going to be hunted down and killed and that um, between that and Goliathan's association with uh, you know, stealing this very powerful helm, that that was just too many rare, powerful things in one place for us to not die at the hands of them in some way or another. But I gotta say, I like hanging out with you all. And, uh, you you kick most people's ass. So, maybe I'll... Or we run away from them. (laughs) Sometimes. That's right. Don't worry, Cobble. Your death will come as a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> she she grins and goes, Maybe I'll die in my sleep. Maybe. Uh-huh. Good night. It's the best. And she says, like kind of like <laughs> and, and you you very rarely have seen her grin and she's just like kinda of like chuckling Ooh. and is like That's spooky. Yeah. Would you like oh, a man. would you like a sandwich before you go to bed? Maybe she, you'd like to kick a sandwich's ass. She she raises up her hand and she's like, I already took it out of your pocket, thank you though. And uh, it is like clearly <laughs> a sandwich that is in your pocket. And um oh. I mean, it's been in there for a while. That's what—that's like a fermented <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> but she stops and looks. Her, she stops and looks around and goes, "Do you have another one?" Yeah, I don't actually have pockets, so I don't really know where you got that from. Come on, let's, let's get you a sandwich. Malzor looks over and is like, "Hey, that is my sandwich in here." <laughs> Um, okay, you you eat that down here, and remember, don't let anyone see your weird face and body, and look after my plants. Oh, he's like, I wrote, I literally wrote that down on a piece of paper because you told me to, and I say it to myself every night before I go to sleep. Thank you, closet gardener Malzor. <laughs> Good night, Moonboy. I love you. I love you too, Malzor. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he uh, he just like lies down on the floor immediately. Where he is. <laughs> It's so sad. Um, <laughs> it's so sad. Maybe we can get Malzor to do other chores. <laughs> I think yeah, he feels comfortable much. in there yes, because of how long he was cocooned for hundreds of years. I think that, could, yes, I think could could him down a hammock or something. He, I tried. I gave him a pillow and he tore it to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's laying face down on the ground and he just his, puts his hand on and he's like, I'm good. <laughs> Just like without looking up at all, just puts his stuff up in the air. Found him with a dagger, stabbing it. Um, all right. Well, we just no need pillow. to do something about the all the fertilizer in there that he's right making. Right, right, right. That, well, that, like you said, like he said, he, there's buckets, and we we could go and dump them in the what we've canonically established as a portal to some sort of crap dimension in the toilet. <laughs> it's true. To anyone new to our stream, oh, yeah. we have firmly established that canonically in this world, not just on your ship, but in this world, uh, all toilets are portals. Of some it's common practice like to use just, just a makes portal. Sense. 
Yeah. Seems in fact, kind of a pocket. and we even had an adventure yeah. in our Patreon game oh that, God, that went right. into that world. <laughs> Andrew ran a game. Andrew ran a game in the shit dimension, truly. Uh, <laughs> once you were there, you wouldn't call it a shit dimension so if you had cool. experienced it. But, I love it. Uh, there are yeah. lots of feces, or d- different It was of, very cool. Yeah. Um, well, are, so are you all kind of like winding up to go to bed here? Uh, I know if you've kind Absolutely. of like had your yeah. guts kicked in a bit by I hell. I think... Uh, Flute desperately wants to be at the party, but he got pretty badly burned up, and he's pretty exhausted. Uh, so yeah, I think he's ready for ready for sleep. I, I will say, Andrew, just uh, you can go back to the party and still get a full rest, but you only have about an hour or two there. So, um, if you want to sneak back to the party uh, after the break that we're about to take, you absolutely can. Um, but. Uh, I just I just want to make sure that I'm not like waving away that moment with you all are here and gonna take a long rest because you can sneak that in but we are uh, I do want to provide the party an opportunity to take a long rest. Cool. Um, yeah, in that case, if it's that early in the day, I guess uh, he would go back to the party. Like, I'll go party with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will take. I will be staying here taking a long rest. This I've never season. been to a party. Yeah. It's true. Uh, what are you talking about? We had a we had a party with Laloon. Remember? If it's, and her vault, oh, and her vault. that was more of a gathering. <laughs> if it's long, if it's early in the day, can we take a long rest and then go to the party at night? No, it is. It's it's the evening, so like you would kind of have to like right? push it off. Okay. Yeah, um, we could take a short rest. Well, I have a new concoction that I've developed that allows you to rest very quickly. Um, what? Oh, one of those gas station counter pills. All right. <laughs> It's kind of like that. <laughs> Yellow <yeah>. jackets? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, let's... I think regardless, Click stays on the ship. Okay, cool. I will try to peer pressure Click and Moonboy to go back to the party. Come on, uh, it we works. saved We saved a whole... A whole it works. It absolutely works. Okay. <laughs> wow. Are you sure you don't want to roll for it? Yeah, I was good. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, the Moonboy goes, okay. All right, um, Kai, yes, I will have a pirate party with you. Uh, Kai, you see Click kind of like definitively say that she's staying here. Um, are you staying here mm-hmm. on the ship or are you going with him to the party? Click, I could uh, give you the benefits of a rest very quickly if you want to try this new elixir. No, no. I have to think. All right. Um, at the end of at the end of the last episode, Click had a conversation with the uh, with the Undying Queen about how her planet is being eviscerated. Mm. Uh, oh, I met her. <laughs> and uh, just for for everyone who's new to the stream, um, her home planet where she was banished from is is being torn apart and raided. And um, I think she's a little put out. They had a big fight, and um, she's she doesn't sleep necessarily. But I I think she's gonna take this time to think. Yeah, yeah, you yeah you sure. the the queen that um, for anyone who did not uh, uh, who has not watched every hour of the three hundred hours of our show, um, <laughs> the queen the bug humanoid that flute spotted in the town click before ran into and they discussed the 
he was also from the same planet that you were from and um, discussed intentionally leaving and you all kind of had it out friend and it, not necessarily friendly matter but not necessarily extremely violently but um, about whether or not your planet was worth saving um, in some ways you were told that something devious is going on there that involves um, what would you say it involves Rachel what would you how would you phrase it um well, we've talked about the Click's home planet is uh, specializes in psionic energy and has a large source of psionic energy that um, they're they're defending against, and that seems to be yes. What whatever is invading is after. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, yeah, you're taking this time like time away to think. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Click, I met this undying queen, or at least. Com- communed with a portion of her essence inside the infernal machine. Should we talk about this after the break? (laughs) (laughs) Does he say that? Yeah. Well, look into the camera. Yeah. And I'll say, we'll be right back after these messages. These messages. Here's the the main thing I want to know is, Kai, do you stay with, do you stay here with Click on the ship? Yeah, it seems like she's got some stuff going on. I'll hang out. Okay, cool. Well, we will do these uh, two and two scenes um, to finish off this evening in the cove that you all have freed from being the cove of the bones, but is now just the cove that is uh, celebrating their newfound lack of obligation to do piracy. Um, the cove of whatever you want. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll punch my way there. The cove of the bros. Eh? Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I was thinking, we'll what's the opposite of party. bones? <laughs> ham. I'm just gonna fade ham. off, fade out on this as, as you moon boy, like as they head to the party, they're discussing what the cove yes. should be of. Okay, um, we're gonna take a real quick break. We're just gonna take a five minute break to drink pee. We're going to drink pee and then we'll be right back here in just a second to do the second half of our episode one of arc three. All right. See you in a second. All right. Hi. Hello. We are back from the break. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, okay, cool. So let's start here with um, Moonboy and Flute. Let's have you all kind of marauding back into this town, uh, coming up on the edge of this raucous party here. Uh, you can see it's gotten a bit more um, liquidated at this point, and there are a uh, less people and more alcohol uh, here of, of various you can smell these like various fruity uh, wines and um, some just like much darker syrups that uh, they seem to be mixing um, with maybe dirt you can't quite tell but it's like a thicker material and um, yeah you all are in the midst of this uh, very like warm lit night that is the biggest party this town has had in a while in the the city circle that has kind of fountains throughout it. And what would you like to do? (laughs) 
Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Well, and we're back. Okay, so, um... Andrew, do you want to do that very funny bit again that everyone missed? <laughs> do the whole thing. Do the whole thing. Yeah, because you're, you're back now, for sure. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, like I was saying, I did not indulge in Kai's concoction, nor did I rest, so I'm very, you know, haggard and a... Uh, you, you know, my clothes are still singed, but I'm in I'm in high spirits, so I'll try some of the fruity wine, and then I'll kind of just like post up, much like a stand-up comedian after a show, lurking by the exit to a club, just hoping for some handshakes or high fives or compliments, um, you know, any anything like that. You you absolutely get them. There is uh. You see Derek the Mechanic Tortle is like one of the first ones who walks up to you as he re- recognizes your form immediately and he's like, Hey, I just want to say... Thank you. Um, you're good. And he pats you on the back and walks away. And there's quickly this just like swath of uh, young folks who have like different sort of like flower bands in their hair who join you as well and they're like uh, asking you questions about what instruments you play and um yeah help me settle help me settle this and i got moon boy right there what how should we rename the cove cove of the moon or cove of the wind cove of ham was also thrown out (laughs) i think a cove of ham um, meat. They start discussing it amongst themselves, and you know, like uh, they're like, "Well, yeah, you know, we, we don't really have ham here." So it's one of like uh, this younger uh, male human who is right there, and he's like, "Yeah, we don't really have ham. We have um, it's more of different sorts of uh, poultry that we, you know, of okay, various well. sizes. So it might need to be okay. cope of the chicken." And the other one's like, "I don't know. And we also don't get a wind here." So it's like a young, um, like you can't quite tell. And she's. Uh, looking at you and says, mm, but uh, the moon does shine through the ivy well, so that's nice too. And they, they, they begin just like kind of like going off and naming things and like, <laughs> Cove of the Rocks. No, that doesn't, that's not cool. Cove of the Cool. No, rocks. no, um. Cove of the Cove of the Moon. Boy. Huh? <laughs> uh, roll I thought for- we agreed. I thought we agreed we weren't going to name it after any one person. We already, okay. we already, we already said that. I don't know. I want you to roll a persuasion check, uh, Moon Boy. It's a difficult DC, but you know you can do it. Let's see what people think of Cove of, of the Moon Boy. <laughs> I've rolled a fifteen. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, uh, they they like you know what? We're gonna put a statue up to you. One of the like taller, uh, gruffer looking, um, he's like a orcish looking guy. He's like, yeah, I think, I think we should put a, a sta- what do you all think? Statue up for the moon boy? And they're like, yeah! And they say, like, everybody's like, like that's a great idea! And the other one's like, I, I can make, I can, I can find some rocks. And the other one's like, yeah, I'll stick them together. And they, they kind of like agree. Listen, they listen, agree. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to make a statue for me, I want it to be of my pal. Well, because actually, him. maybe ev- ev- everyone, maybe click and Kai, Kai well, as well. Even better, four wind riders. 
<laughs> uh, I, like half through this bottle of uh, r raspberry <laughs> wine. <laughs> Think, thinking, thinking about it. Do these grinding a different flavor of wind? The four flavors of wind: <laughs> raspberry, passion fruit, <laughs> strawberry, uh, and the do, forbidden licorice. <laughs> do these people have instruments on them? Um, no, uh, they they do not. They're more just like asking you about them. But there is like a okay. band playing will... in the corner for sure. Oh, okay. Could you, could you fetch uh, a loot for me if someone has a loot, and maybe some pipes for my friend here? No, oh, yeah, absolutely. It says um, like a, a, a small human uh, girl, and she's like, yeah, hell yeah, and she goes over and she goes over to the band who is like quite inebriated as well, and she literally takes the uh, pipes and loot from them and like scoops them out, and they just like kind of look up and like, huh? Oh, all right! And they say, and they both, like, lean against each other and fall asleep. Um, and she comes back to you with uh, pipes and a lute. This cool. is... I've never seen Moonboy play the pipes, nor do I, I have... I nor has he ever mentioned it. I'm handing them to him. Uh, and I'm, I'm like... I'm just finding out, and I think the Moonboy is finding out, too, because he's, as we know, an, amne an amnestic. He doesn't remember who he was. Uh, I think he's finding out for the first time that uh, the Moon Boy is, in fact, proficient in the pan flute. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out with that when we see a performance yeah. check from both of you. All. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I want to, like, uh, you know, buzzed and pretty tired, but work on a song with Moon Boy about Corundus Plunch. Uh, Corundus Plunch, sorry. Uh, hell yeah. Descending yeah. down into hell and, and punching the devil. Until he gave his name back and uh, saving this cove. Um, That's such I'm, a good folk song. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm giving out, you know, shout outs to everybody else. Uh, although I, mean, I don't, I still don't really understand what Kai was doing, so it's kind of like vague. Uh, <laughs> I'm going um, to bless Kai, us. And Kai both. was there. And, and Kai was that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to bless us both. We both, the moon oh, sweet. Uh, shines as if from nearby and blesses our instruments. Okay, I mean, yeah. Being half buzzed and blessed, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an afternoon, right? Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, driving is drunk driving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, cool, so yeah, we'll, uh, uh, we'll play the song. Is there any, can we, can we uh, perform this, this song once we kind of get it? Oh yeah, did you roll the persuasion check? I mean, the performance check? Yeah. No, I haven't rolled it yet. Yeah, go for it. Roll it for, I've rolled, for us. I've rolled an 11. Okay. Oh, okay, we're rolling them separate? Yep, right. absolutely. And I and we're blessed, so I get to have that d4. As the moonlight shines down upon you on these uh, borrowed instruments, hanging out with this late-night crew around you, just complimenting you. Uh, I rolled a 28. All right. With, uh, you know... Flute, or Moon Boy, you hold a tune, you know? You, you realize that you can do it. Um, Just accent. Boot, boot, I, think I, rem yeah. I think I remember this. I'm, it's all coming back to me. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Um, and with that, there is a stunning silence as um, from the crowd around you. Not from you all, but like from this kind of loudly chattering uh, 
hanger honors of toward the end of this party um they all stop as flute you are just going wild on this loot you're truly have captured them because when he is plucking the strings they are echoing in a, a wider way that we only the mastery of a musical bard can really bring such sound out of a instrument that is not the most finely crafted in the world, but you know how to get the sound out of it. And, uh, yeah, Flute, I want you to give, uh, give us a little bit of this scene. What does it sound like? What is, what is this, this capturing moment as the, the musical energy is kind of like sewn together with the just beautiful music itself? Yeah, Flute, uh, as uh, longtime viewers of the show will know, Flute might be a bard, but he is a very reluctant bard. He went to bard at college, but what he really wanted to be was a swashbuckling adventurer or a pirate of sorts. And so he d- doesn't plays lute a ton every now and then he picks it up. Um, but after this most recent excursion into that Hellgate, and as uh, he's sort of sort of figuring out. Um, what what is going on with him he feels more like himself than he has in a very long time and it's like picking up an old pastime that you kind of fell out of but and you're like oh yeah like i'm pretty i'm pretty good at this and he uh yeah he's also just inspired by uh corundus planche's uh bravery and um you know seeing him stripped of his powers and uh that whole uh, if you missed it, that whole three-episode arc with our guest Dan Sheehan, um, yeah, he's uh, he's both inspired and he's he's feeling like himself. Wonderful. And Moonboy's there, and he's like, boop boop yeah. boop boop. <laughs> 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 yeah, just little accents on the on the off beats. <laughs> it's a hype man for sure. Every once in a while, he's going, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, and you. Uh, yeah, so with your kind of like singing of, of bits of the tale of this as well, uh, people can like join you in, a, in in the refrain parts about it, just like saying uh, Corundus Planche's name. Corundus uh, Planche was his name. Um, and you see a few people talking like, yeah, yeah, I knew that guy. He was real nice to me. And he always looked out for my, my kids. And um, so it's like a large Did you minotaur. Know his in the name back. was Corundus Planche. No, no, no. But uh-huh. from the description of the song, I now know who he is, and I can hold him in my heart in a newfound way. Says the minotaur. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've done a lot of work to be more emotionally direct. Yells the minotaur. I don't know why I'm being so forthcoming. It's I think it's the the, the alcohol. We're I'm, all trying to get better every day. Sorrow in the steps of Corundus Planche. Corundus Planche, he says, like from the back. Yes. And, um, Absolutely. Yeah, so, Andrew, with this incredibly successful check, I am thoroughly establishing in the canon of this game that Corundus Planche is uh, someone whose name they sing in taverns here nice. and yeah. do very, just like, fondly. Yeah, when we first walked in, we walked into the, the Wasp, the tavern here in town, and they were singing a song. And so, yeah, the... Go- uh, Flute would be stoked to walk in and hear this song being sang. Well, yeah. In the future, it, it could surely happen. Um. Oh, were you? Did you want me to break into like? Was that my my cue to like 
strike up the ska band. <laughs> Corundus Blanche! Bah, 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 bah. As soon as we finish it, Moonboy Moon Boy breaks into like a cover, like a ska cover of a popular song. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, Moonboy. No, 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 no. no, no one song. No, no, ska's coming back. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> yes, uh... Ska is, I'm just canonically making Ska sea shanties of this world because it's like sky but said kind of drunkenly. So it's just like tales of being going to the sky. It's very yes, rudimentary art. Um, Most Ska songs can be sung to a sea shanty. Yeah. I just want to make this very clear. I'm not hating on Ska. I just, I, I just want to make. No, don't. We can. Don't we throw can. this on. If me. anything, you're incorporating ska into the fabric of our world in a way yeah. that makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you've never had to knock on one. I mean, we've got a ska band just has, in our crew. I wonder if I could. Good. I'm glad to see I'm fulfilling the same roles I fulfilled in high school uh, in this D and D stream. So, um, you were into ska in high school. I can see that. I guess. Yes. <laughs> I played in How D. dare you? Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's... 19th level rude boy. Is you, all uh, success- you all want to accomplish anything else before... That was uh, all I wanted to do. And then afterward, I'll hand the uh, loot back to the sleepy musician back. Not the most finely crafted in the world, but pretty nice. <laughs> says, Thanks, Mom, as he grabs the loot and falls asleep on it. Um... Uh, that's all I want to do, but Boom Boy, what do you, what do you got I'm, your um, long sleeves? I'm sort of, uh, I'm not trying to, look, I'm not trying to pick a fight here. And I think this is the Moon Boy talking to Windrider after they've had a, a few drinks and the song went so well. And, uh, he goes, I'm not trying to pick a fight here, but if you hear those fart shoes, you know, uh, let's see if we can contact that girl. I feel sort of bad about the the fart shoes thing, but I think she deserved it, and I'd sort of like to see if, see if we're even Stevens. Um, uh, can we cock an ear for the fart shoes? Uh, as long as you say that sentence again. <laughs> can we cock an ear for the fart shoes? Of course Absolutely. we can cock an ear for the Another. fart shoes. Windrider. <laughs> um, boy, give us a give us a perception check here. Listen, listen, Are we still blessed? How long does it last? All, all night I've been thinking I've heard them, but listen, listen quickly. That may have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I just we want are... to clarify canonically that the fart shoes are two still slightly different or re-blessed. Nice. <laughs> like the start of Brass Monkey by the Beastie or... Boys? It's more like a, like a tuba. <laughs> Like boom, 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 boom. Twenty-five to listen. Um, you hear uh, from above you in a kind of like on the awning of a store that is behind you um, that seems to sell various sorts of grains. Uh, you hear mm-hmm. uh, on the awning, <laughs> and then you hear uh, in a in a. In a second, different tone. Damn it, she says. <laughs> oh, hang on. I think we have a little, a little listener, <laughs> a little birdie. <laughs> it's okay. We can hear you. You can come down. I can fix those shoes for you if you show I'm yourself. A thief and I love to fart. 
He's going to call out into the night. Um, I can hear you, hat thief with the farting shoes. Uh, you, you, uh, you see it. Oh uh, yeah, I'm up here. Um, why don't you look up at me? Stick your head out uh, from under the awning. Don't, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> uh, I'll take my hat off and kind of clutching it to my chest. I'll like look out from under the awning. Uh, roll a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the support despite, there, Rachel. I appreciate that. Despite being <laughs> drunk, I got a nineteen. Uh, you you see a big uh, like swirl of thick red liquid uh, falling down at you as you stick your head out, and uh, you pull it back really Whoa. quick as a bunch of red paint just like splatters on the ground. And she's like, oh. "Shit!" I was thinking <laughs> He's uh, trying to carry you, space carry. Um, and then you hear like a, a, a clatter <laughs> and a. <laughs> wait, wait! As, as I'm she, trying to. She comes set down. Up. She comes down one of the banisters next to you, and she pulls out a wooden sword, and she's like, "That's it, you and me, a duel for my honor." She says to you, Moonboy. I am going to <laughs> put up both of my hands, and I am going to have uh, kind of. Click my heels and uh, wink at her and start to hover a little bit, and I will cast uh, dispel magic on her fart shoes. Um, she's like ah, and she holds up her sword as a, a spell is cast at her, and she's like, "Am I a toad now?" No, I, I, I defarted your shoes. She looks down and she like stamps up and down, and there's no sound, and she's like, "Well." Good. Um, shit. Thank you. You're welcome. You Does she have a real sword or a wooden sword? A little wooden sword. No. You shouldn't how, steal. How old are you, you girl? Hang on. Oh, sorry. You, you shouldn't steal people's hats. Well, I wanted to be a pirate. I don't give it enough respect, no matter what, how good I am at sword fighting, and so I thought if I could get some loot from someone so... Uh, she looks and goes, weird as yourself, then maybe I, it would be a valuable treasure. You. <laughs> You're uh, welcome, she you says, know, no, without a beat. Yeah. You know, uh, I respect a good grab, and uh, what you did was not a good grab. Sloppy, at best. Uh-huh. You know who's an incredible pirate? Me? My, my friend, the Wind Rider, right here. She looks at you, almost like noticing you're there for the first time, Flute. <laughs> What yeah, so I, many I'm names? like uh, drunk enough so that when he's like points, I'm like looking over to. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> it's you, right, it's you. yeah. Talking about you. Why do you have so many uh, names? She says. Put my put my hat on at a cool angle. How how old are you, girl? I'm 25. How how old are you, are you really? Uh, roll an insight check. Is she human? She really is 25. It's a what? curse. All right, inside. It's going to be a twenty-one. Oh, she's Ooh. she's lying. She's trying to be as tough as okay. she possibly can, and she's trying to grasp at uh, straws to make you intimidated by her. And so she's trying to throw off an air of mystery with, like maybe <laughs> that she is like an elf or something that um, just oh, like okay. a, a different with, uh, species that. Um, with that, it with that insight, can I get a ballpark of age as yeah. a teenager? Yeah, she's like twelve. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, Moonboy starts she, cracking up when she says 25. She's a young human, and she's like, Shit! I need to practice lying more. You'll be, you'll be an alright pirate one, one day. I'll tell you what, don't make me regret this. I uh, reach by my belt, I take out one of my daggers that I keep on the back of my belt, and I'm gonna hand it over to her. <laughs> oh my, she looks at it, she's like, Is this cursed? Is this gonna make me fart too? <laughs> yes, make it fart. Make it fart. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. Make I don't it have fart. that power. <laughs> no, it's not cursed. Oh my god, a knife that I when use. it stabs, yeah. it farts. <laughs> the fart dagger. Uh, well, it, it seemed dagger. it seemed cursed when I would try to use it, but no, it's it's not cursed. Why are you being so nice to me? I don't know. I, Suppose I, I I know what it's like to want to be a pirate. I mean, like you're better than a pirate. You're like everybody loves you, and you don't even have to steal things. People just give you things because you you're nice. It sucks. <laughs> he steals well, things. it still takes. Yeah, yeah. We we sometimes have stolen things, but regardless, it it takes it takes work. We had to go down to hell and deal with the the devil. I would have gone to hell if somebody would have asked me. <laughs> well, it was it was pretty unpleasant. Oh, I point to my burned, you know, my clothes, pretty burned. She, and like my. She spits out a little face. fish when you show it to her. She's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> fish in your Why does everybody do that? Yeah. I, want, I, I, want I understood fish. it with Whipper, but with you, it's a bit a bit gross. You tuck it in your lip like a dip. What's now, happening? No, I just swallowed it whole a little bit before for courage. Uh, this. I anyway. get it. Fish digestion. Courage fish. Courage fish. She takes the dagger from you and like flinches when she grabs it and she's like. Again, don't make me regret giving that to you. I don't want to find out you stabbed anybody, at least not in this town, with it. Wait, I'm not supposed to stab it? I thought don't make you regret it means I I should go and stab someone. Listen. Alright, I think maybe I should take it back. No, 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 no. She's like, just just tell me. Just tell me. Just tell me. I think I can clear this up. And, uh, (laughs) Moonboy. Um, points to uh, his hip and he has this sword there and uh, it's, it's kind of this old sword in this leather scabbard and he's like, he's like I wear this everywhere I go but I rarely need to unsheath it sharpen this you won't ever have to use this. <laughs> I love it. And I'll if point to my sword. That, I unsheat this every single day, usually several times. <laughs> That's also an option. <laughs> and if you do that, maybe we'll come looking for you someday when we need help. And maybe you'll be the type of person that people give stuff to. I don't know. Knives. Just like Windrider just did. <laughs> Little fish. She's a guy. Whatever you like. Um, Tree, what's your name? Tree's my name. So somewhere between, somewhere between the moon and the wind. Got it. Sounds like a pretty cool name for an episode, Tree. <laughs> and she looks at you like this. You know what? I was wrong. You, 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 you two don't suck. I'm gonna go. And she, she walks away. Um, oh boy. Just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. kidding. Wait, yeah, wait. he fixed him. It's all right. She looks at you and, and flips uh, you off and farts and walks away. 
And mm. Moonboy uh, turns that to Windrider. That kid doesn't like, have a parent, clearly. That's kind of sad. <laughs> and he's like, I told you we didn't suck. And, uh, starts walking back to the dinger. Cool. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, cool. Wonderful, very victorious trip. Uh, with that, we're going to cut over to Click and Kai. And I would love to know what you all are doing. Kind of like immediately leaving the scene of, of, of Moonboy and Flute heading off into the town. And um, yeah. What are you all doing on, the, on this sh- docked magical ship of yours? You you said you met the queen? Yes, that's right. I think I'm probably making Click something to eat. Yeah. We have firmly, like sta- uh, firmly established that there's a very robust kitchen in the back of the ship here, which is drawn on the map. Um, but so you all can kind of like be around this square table um, prepping, you know, Kai, your making some food and be hanging out in the late night kitchen. Yeah, I did. I uh, I don't know if met is exactly the right word, but I did encounter her presence and some of her machinations, I think. You encountered her as well? I... Not on purpose, really. I was looking for you and she found me. Hmm. She, she said that my planet is dying. My people are dying. Hmm. I. That Crean that I fought with earlier, he said the same. I. I, I, I don't know what to do. Well, within the devil's machine, I encountered a number of presences, and I encountered this undying queen, and it seemed that they were trying to take energy from this planet in some fashion, and... There was some sort of interplanar transference going on, from what I could tell. I mean, it was sort of like trying to read shadows. I didn't get an entirely clear picture of what was happening, but I was able to reroute some of the energies that were happening, so perhaps I've... They must need this ionic energy. And before I would I I would swear that nothing can penetrate that their their defenses, but I if they if they can't defend the the power source then our way of life will die. My people will die. That's the psionic center. It's everything. It's what our whole lives were about. And if the undying queen gets a hold of it, that's that's enough power for generations of queen. That's I don't know what she can do with it. I can't say I'm sure either. 
I don't know what she wanted it for, but I think we were able to slow it down for a time, perhaps. But, I mean... I know that you have complicated feelings when it comes to your home and your people, but... Perhaps it's time to pay them a visit? I don't I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm I'm strong enough. I I feel like I feel like the same crane that left that they sent away that they banished. I I wasn't good enough. Hell, I I I'm, I'm still using the same Gitka as the day that they sent me away. And she kind of flips her uh, two-handed polearm off of her back and chucks it a couple of feet away from her. On on one side is a giant black crystal moon, and on the other side is a, a giant black crystal spike. I I just don't know if they'll have me. I don't know what they'll what they'd want with a coward. Sounds like they need you. Click, click, kind of pulls a a gross pouch out of her out of her back pocket, and it's it's full of sort of this black mucusy substance. And you're like, I've been I've been saving this, and I I I've I've been working on on my gift cut. And I think I, I think I need your help. All right. Well, let's have a well, look, shall we? Well, it's And she and she offers up this sort of little little leather purse or pouch of of the of her black venom. And hmm. on our home planet, we'd mix it with sand and use it to form the crystals that. You, are on it now, but I just don't know if it's enough. Perhaps we could work on it together? I would be honored. Can I examine this, just the the substance, the spit, a little bit, see what I can glean from it? Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. You can, um, you can do a. Uh, what check do you want to do? What are you trying to get from this? What are you trying to learn? If it could be, I want to sort of learn a little bit about its nature, so that we can move forward from there. Learn if it can be enhanced. Learn if it can be replicated, learn if it could be bolstered in some way. Just try to figure out the best way to help. Sure, absolutely. Um, you can either roll a arcana check as you are proficient enough in making magical items as you are a tinkerer to kind of just know materials and how they interact with other elements of the world, or you can roll a nature check for understanding just the kind of fundamental composition of this item. Could I use my alchemist's tools? A set of tools I don't believe I've ever used before on this program. 
I'm gonna bring myself back on the stream here just to give a big old absolutely hell yes you can use alchemist tools for the weird <laughs> bug spit yes sure? yes I'm just gonna, I sort you of should know up. more specifically it's venom okay yes so yeah. it's spit but it's 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 funnier to say spit but it is it's green venom yeah there is a bubble to it that is um kind of a a viscous yeah, and I have been slowly it. coagulating and collecting my own venom over the course of a number of months. Gross. And and you all yeah. heckled me for fleshy, using the word fleshy a bunch. Um, mm. Coagulated venom, I think. All right, if I can say coagulating as much as you say fleshy, we'll have the okay. grossest D&D podcast. That's it. <laughs> Welcome to Arc 3, the grossest arc we've ever done. Um, <laughs> Spit and farts. This is the game. Deal with it. <laughs> There's the episode title, just spitting farts. Um, okay, Aaron, what did you get on there? I got a dirty 20, but um, I'll use a flash of genius um, to make it a 25. Uh, yeah, you have this just uh, near outer body experience, to, you know, like taking a whiff of this in, and you have the, the math problems moving around your head that is understanding that... Um, the elements that make up this liquid, and it is... Something that you know as a baker, as someone who uh, bakes, changes different materials into sweet treats. Uh, this could be baked um, into form a very hard material, a very like sturdy compound. Um, and but you also feel just like a twinge of otherworldly connection there. There's a bit of bleeding into the magical energy of that is just a little bit all around you all of the time um that you know click is has psionic abilities and that he or she is what she has collected is not just uh this sappy venom um that could be turned into a hard material but it's in uh also seems to hold some sort of psionic latency to it, some sort of uh, energy that remains inside of it. Primo for crafting. You're just like, yes, this this could be made into a physical item. So, I think now that you kind of understand it, Click comes from a a craftsman people, and she did, in fact, make this Gifka that she has. So, I, I... Click will describe the process of how her people make they're sort of sacred and very personal weapons um and it involves mixing like sand from their home planet and um many you know um long nights of sort of of gathering and it's all it's all sort of a a ritualistic uh thing for them but uh and it requires so traditionally it requires 24 hours to just sort of set they didn't really do anything extra to like. It's just more of a mix, and a, and it, it firms into like a, you know, a crystal that they would shape. Um, and yeah, I will throw in Kai with your uh, twenty-five there. You know that um, one of the things about magical creation in this world is that that personal connection to it is important. Well, you know, as much yeah. as it is not tangible it is connected to the magic so it is uh kind of like important that click make it in a way that she wants to mm-hmm. it is a fascinating compound it's not simply 
that it's excellent for crafting in its physical nature, but this material has a latent psychic resonance, similar to the resonance of your own abilities, that I'm guessing it compounds with the psychic resonances of the sand that you speak of from your home planet. It contains latent arcane resonances, which could be quantified, uh, planar resonances, very interesting compound. I cannot recreate this, but I can certainly help. Because it's your creation of the item that is almost as powerful as the material itself. It is intrinsic to the process. It must be you. It could not be done for you. Remarkable. I have I haven't made anything in a long time. Well? Okay. What do you... You want to enhance the Githka? You want to make something new? What is it that you envision? So... I think it's definitely an, an enhancement. She's going to use the same the same polearm in the, in the center. It's just a matter of changing and sort of reshaping the... Um, the blades that are on it right now. Um, I uh, what I I guess what, what Click will will try to do is um, complete the the there's a crescent moon on one end and make it just like a full disc, almost like a like a fan. So it's it can be used sort of to waft air and force and also to like slice. So it's like you you've seen the these weapons that are like round on the top. So it's good for like less good for like hooking than it was before, but it's definitely like a slice on top. Yeah, so it's and a, then on it's the it's a full watermelon. It's a full watermelon instead of just like the rind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I picture like um Yeah, like the pole going all the way up through it and then it has like a like one of these, like a full circle in the middle. Yes, and that's sure. it's all just sharp on the outsides for sort of slicing and dicing from, from all sides. And then the other end is gonna keep is gonna keep a spike, but she's going to dangle like there's going to be um added weights to it to to help build up momentum and I like some kind of I like the idea of them being a little a little loose kind of like a flail but it's mostly to build up speed when she's spinning it or uh, take taking swings and stuff so sure you could trick people yeah um, and it, it makes it a little easier for her to add psionic like oomph to it if it has you know other stuff to to grab onto, so I think so, I think that's the intention is to really try and make sure that this is a weapon that maximizes her, you know, burgeoning psionic abilities. Harlan, we bought this. Kai bought this flame tongue mace, with the hope of using it in some capacity to enhance another weapon. I would maybe like to try to figure out a way to use that in this process to see if we can turn this into like a flame tongue githka as well. Okay. 
Um, so I would, I think in the, in the, the sense of that this is a, um, in, the, in the same way that pottery is baked, you know, you are entering an oven situation with this venom and creating these like new forged blades or something somewhere between a, a forge and an oven um, right. that is. And I absolutely canonically want to establish that this happens in the kitchen. And, and not in the workshop here. <laughs> um, so, Kai, I imagine that you are pulling up pans and stoking the oven here. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm, doing, I'm, I'm like, Kai's getting excited and making these weird alterations to the oven and tearing out parts of it and putting in <laughs> other parts and pumping in air and sort of going on and on and explaining by by incorporating a, a high degree of heat, extremely high degree of heat to this substance, we could alter it in a way that uh, has goat, never been done. Goat opens the door to the kitchen, the big Goliath uh, um, Goliath bosun, and she's in pajamas. She has like a small hat on that you've never seen her in before that she clearly got here on this uh, town. But she opens the door and sees you like billowing this oven and like parts strewn everywhere and she just closes the door back and walks away. Um, And uh, Aaron, I would like to have you roll a Tinker's Tools check here and... Uh, for you to set up the scene for Click to roll inside of. And depending on how high or low you roll, we'll set the DC for Click here. Sure. And um, Rachel, mm-hmm. I would like to have you roll... Um, you can roll one of two things. You can roll a history check. Or um, you can roll a... a dexterity check. Oh, Dex, it will be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, with the Tinker's Tools, that's going to be a big old 30. Jesus, Ooh. what the hell did oh you roll? God. 17 plus 13. On Aaron's dice, there's a 25. Did you all yeah. know that? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron rolls percentile dice for checks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, ho- I wish that like we were famous enough to have someone who keeps track of the stats just so I c- there could just be a, like, a video of me reacting to the insane amount of high rolls that you all have. Oh, I, ah, I, ah, I, yeah. Don't worry, there's a picture of me in the attic getting more and more decrepit <laughs> with every excellent roll that I have. And, and Aaron in a mirror universe that just constantly dying in these games. <laughs> crit fail after crit fail. Yeah. We're actually announcing that stream next month, so... Um, so uh, Rachel is very low. Uh, the DC is very low. It's five. Um, well, I rolled as close as I have gotten to a natural 20 well, in months. What did you get? And that is a 19, so it's going yes. to be a 23 for my dexter. Yes. Rachel, do you roll the demons out of your dice? I they live game? in there. Uh, you <laughs> know what? You? I I roll regular numbers so y'all can. <laughs> it's great. That's what it's what you want from your fighter. Yeah. I seriously <laughs> roll my digital dice before we start, and I scream. I yell at the screen, and I try to get all of the the nasty ones out. <laughs> That's uh, next month. We're not going to commission any art. We're just going to pay for a seance for Rachel's dice. Well, yeah, um, we need them. <laughs> an, ec- an exorcism. Yeah. Um, so 
This, uh, Kai stands in front of this majestic oven that is like, was just a normal like brick oven put in here before. And then all of a sudden it's just like beautifully billowing flames in a way that is like comforting and cool and not uh, horrifying for a wooden ship. Um, and you just see Kai kind of like sweaty and standing in front of it like clearly victorious. Whoa, sweaty robot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw Aaron react yes. and I was like, what? I'm sorry that I made you... Oh, no, no, I see. Robots don't sweat. Um, yes, they do. <laughs> they sweat robot sauce. That's how hot this fire is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the steam is just uh, like, you're like a fogged up mirror. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> click, it's almost... Um, He's just excited. You feel like an outer body experience as if uh, you've done this before, but uh, hundreds of times. But you know you've only done it once or twice in your life. But it, it is similar to um, the feeling you felt when going into halls of like powerful psionic creatures in the community that you are from. You feel just like this connection, the psionic connection to uh, a version of life that is bigger than your own experience of it because you just know how to do these things. And um, and you can kind of like hear people you've you've come up around, you grew up around, like all of a sudden you remember these all these tiny bits of information that you told to you to get this exactly right, to kind of get the, pan, uh, the the venom in the pan so cleanly, set it out and uh, and then slip it in and exactly how much time to take. It's just like all of these memories are coming back to you in this moment. Um, and just throw away lines from many people that you know. And uh, it is, you feel the sun cresting a little bit as you all are hanging out in the kitchen and kind of like have a little, uh, can the timer be Bessner, Aaron? Can that be it? Can your whole yeah, mechanical familiar be a timer? Great, thank you. Um, as Bessner dings um, and flutters about the room, and um, you pull out this uh, these two pieces of what seem to be metal or stone. They have a shimmer to it. It looks like it's a precious metal, but it is uh, almost translucent like a stone, and it is um, although there's maybe a version of this that looks more fragile than steel, you immediately know it is not. Uh, it is a very firm, hard rock that is some sort of um, more distilled blade than you had before, and you're able to attach it to the same pole. It is just like uh, an unweaving and then a reweaving of this material that hardens quickly as you add the blade on, and you stand there in front of Kai with this uh, just a, a bit taller but definitely more menacing blade and on the bottom side you can see Kai a little flicker of um, fire kind of like in that point there and on the but on the top you see a flicker of purple uh, that almost flickers in tandem with uh, clicks in tenai, her big feathery tenai that sit on top of her head. And um, Rachel, you have a uh, I, I realize I didn't name it and I think I'm just going to call it the Githka of Click uh, now. <laughs> it's a Clickka. Clickka. Wow. Much easier to say. Great. So does it does it have the properties of the flame tongue 
mace? Did we do that? I will tell you exactly um, what the properties are here. Uh, if you cast the identify spell, which I, you know. Sure, I will. Let's take a look at, we've created something new. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read straight from the stat block here. Um, Rachel, with your bonus action, once per day, um, and don't worry, I'll send this to you afterwards. But um, right. once per day, when you use your bonus action to attack, when you use the bottom side of your weapon, um, mm-hmm. you can add 2d6 in flame damage to it. Whoa. Um, one time per day. Uh, when you take a long rest, it regenerates. Um mm-hmm. You don't need to take a long... If you, you know, it, we don't have to get into it. But um, <laughs> with the top part here, this this big fan-like blade, um, I'm going to read off the rule to it, uh, but I would love to hear your interpretation of this. Um, Rachel doesn't know about this, and I'm very excited to reveal it. When you attack a creature with this magical weapon and roll a 20 on the attack roll, in addition to suffering the attack's normal effects... That target takes an extra 3d8 psychic damage, and the creature must make a wisdom saving throw. If the target fails, your weapon pierces both body and mind, and the target has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, and can take rea- and can't take reactions until the end of its next turn. Wow! So crazy. Um, <laughs> you now have, um, in addition to your weapon now doing 1d8 damage for each hit instead of 1d6, as is an upgraded weapon. Uh, because of the both successful rolls, you get the flame da- uh, tongue dagger uh, effect here for the bonus action. And if you crit, you get a big old boost um, yeah. to what you do to the target. So, um, which, so yeah. If you would love, to, I would love to hear a little bit of flavor from you, Rachel, about how because um, this is a, it does psychic damage and it. Uh, I, I want to read the line again. If the target fails, your body pierces both body and mind. So what do you feel, Click, here in this moment as you mm-hmm. pull this weapon and, like, connect it together? So I... I, You mentioned the flash of purple and the flash of orange. I'm picturing it with, with actual, like, I don't know, stones in them or something that are... sort of denote that. But she sort of takes it in its full form with a with a pole that she's like she's so familiar with like she knows the handle so, so well and sort and greets it like like a friend you haven't really seen in a while and a lot's happened since then you know you like you see someone after the pandemic and you're like yeah <laughs> we're here now um <laughs> Ow. And she feels sort of this surge of, of familiarity and strength and knowing that like this is a thing that she forged with a friend. I think I think this just confirms that it's like I've grown and we've grown and we can take on whatever comes. Absolutely, hell yeah. Um, so Kai, you see Click just kind of, after going on a, um, you know, telling you that she might not feel worthy to go home, she, um, you see her standing proud in front of you, and, um, 
Cobble opens a cabinet in the kitchen, again, like, <laughs> rubbing sleep from her eyes. She's like, does this mean we're going to Click's home planet? Are we going, are we going back there? Or are we, uh, we doing other things? And Click looks at Kai and says, I've got to go home. Great, says Cobble, and she shuts the door to the cabinet. Um, <laughs> um, great, I think I want to leave that particular discussion for next episode. Um, but I, uh, is it safe to say that we're all ready to enter a long rest, kind of like after this moment, as Click and Kai got a, a, lay with, a little bit extra because they do not need to fully sleep? Um, I think just as that moment happens, they hear kind of a clatter up above, and it is clear that the Moon Boy and Wind Rider have returned at least a little drunk. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of <laughs> snicker, a lot of snickering that was from. Totally. <laughs> 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 just saying it would be funny if it was called the Cave of Scones, <laughs> and then there's no scones here. <laughs> Come on. Um. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, cool. So you can all enter into this, uh, the room that is all of y'all's bedroom, this um, room full of hammocks uh, that you kind of like crash into. And the way that my roommates and I would both come home drunkenly at 3 a.m. all holding different bags of fast food and run into each other at the same time. This is a similar moment of like you all kind of going back from the kitchen and this drunken crew like heading back to the hammock room. And... Um, are we are we cool to take a long rest? Long rest it. Great. I'm cool. Let's there was something this. I wanted to do in the long rest. Should I wait for next sesh? Um, no, give it to us. Okay. Um, yeah, I take I take the long long rest. You know, uh, but a lot of tossing and turning and um, not even not so much having bad dreams, but I having. Uh, like I don't know how thoroughly Moonboy is sleeping, but almost like a a conversation with myself. And in the pre-dawn hours, I I I wake up and I and I can't sleep, and I'm kind of very troubled by um, the events that happened down in that Hellmouth, where I was I'd been receiving mysterious notes uh, as if from myself, but not from myself. I didn't even have paper or writing implements, and then I was able to communicate directly with someone on the other end of those notes, uh, confirming that I wasn't crazy, that something was answering uh, those notes, and we were just, you know, immediately afterward just having fun, just partying and and drinking, but now in these pre-dawn hours very worried about it, and so I um... A few days ago when we were in a fight, I got hit by a hypnotic pattern spell that, uh, you know, immobilized me, but it also cast my mind back and sort of, like, opened it up uh, to events in the past. So I'm going to sit with my back in the wall here in our little room that I share with Moonboy, and I cast hypnotic pattern on myself, and I sit there uh, up against the wall... Um, with my one eye kind of rolled up in my head uh, among this sort of um, shifting hypnotic uh, Whoa. Uh, shapes. And if Moonboy uh, was awake, he would hear 
You would hear it's kind of like a mumbled conversation, um, kind of under my breath, but it uh, it kind of it's it almost sounds like the Wind Rider, like kind of sternly lecturing someone, but not in common. Well, not in the common tongue. Um, the Moon Boy is not awake. Okay, this. cool. Yeah, we got pretty we got pretty Moon hammered, Boy so. seems to <laughs> truly that, but even more so, he seems to be in a in a, a very you notice that he too seems to be grappling with his own uh night terror. He's kind of uh breathing pretty pretty deeply and kind of sweating a little bit. Maybe it's this plant that he drew, but or that he drank, but mm. this night the uh, the Moon Boy dreams of plants growing forever. It's wonderful flavor from sleeping from both of you all. I love the idea that Click and Kai don't sleep, so they both just see these like twitching, weird ass creatures, and are just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, are they in the room? I I figured they were up no. on. Deck, yeah, we're usually upstairs, yeah. yeah. Wind uh, Rider's doing late-night psychedelic regression therapy again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just walking by with a glass of milk. Uh, so, wait, okay, I still is, or, uh, Click is deeply unsettled by the sleep room. It's yeah. haunting. Uh, so I don't think she goes in there ever. <laughs> oh, we've never talked about that, but I, I love I to establish this case. Like, it feels oh, like yeah. a death room to her. It would be nah, so weird. creepy. It's where all uh, my friends go to die every night? No. <laughs> 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 no. Um, they it. roll up into little pods and they come out in the morning fresh as a daisy. Nope. Just lie there. I love it so much. Yeah, oh that is God. 100% is... what that would be like. Holy shit. I was literally thinking about this as I was falling asleep like this weekend. I was like, man, it, radio, click is right. Like, sleep is weird. I was, that's so good. Um, Can you just lie there? how long as long as it takes click <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to talk about it um takes yes i have to my do headphones what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forget forget quiet the voice yeah. here um so just a, a mechanical question before we get out of here flute are you taking a long rest or are you staying up uh i figured i could take a long rest of six hours of sleep right yeah I figured this is like in the in the pre-dawn. I was thinking it would be a long rest, and then I and then I do this. Okay, great. Um, so if are that's you... po- if, if that's possible, if it's not, then then that's cool too. Oh, I, I'm am down for it. Um, do you, are you trying to accomplish anything specific by casting this spell on yourself? Uh, it's yes. Like, it's flute, like this is just you and me. Hold on. In fact, I will say, I'm gonna switch over. So it's just you and me on screen here. Um. <laughs> What private time? Yeah, <laughs> just me and flute doing psychedelics. Uh, what are what is flute searching for as he kind of charms himself here? Uh, he's kind of like he has these like murky bits of of memory and things that he uh, you know can't quite figure out and he and he can't remember and you know with the mystery of those notes that he was receiving. And he's basically using the hypnotic pattern to try to just, like, unfold his mind and uh, both um, uh, look, you know, kind of, like, look at at the past events that led up to this, but also, if possible, to just directly communicate with this entity that has been writing him notes. 
Mm-hmm. About halfway through this conversation, I realized I get to do something that I've never done before, and I'm... Well, maybe we've done it, but either way, I'm excited. Roll an insight check on yourself. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, a 14. Um, you see a pattern as you throw up this spell hypnotic pattern throughout your life where, you know, you've gone to bard college and kind of like shirked it or like changed it to be, you know, like you wanted to be a pirate but didn't want to follow your own path. And as you're kind of like, casting this spell on yourself and then transitioning into sleep, you feel so certain and sure that it is the emptiness you have felt so far in your life, the lack of connection with these different vocations has just been an open space for what is now there. Um, This connection with this voice, this otherworldly power that as you cast hypnotic pattern, you see yourself, uh, but shattering this ice cube that you are held in, which feels like every person who has made a slight at your dress or your abilities, every pressure that you have felt, um, you just feel it cracking and breaking around you and you hear a voice come from this hypnotic pattern that you cast, and it says, Hello, Flute. The rider is here for you. You are the rider. And together we're going to do great things. Cool. Can I, can I chat with it, like, through the, the evening? Uh, yes, or- except first, before you do that, I need you to make a saving throw, and uh, I will tell you what the saving throw is. It's a very fun thing for me, because if you're going to stay up all night here, I would have had Moonboy make this saving throw, but instead, you are going to make this saving throw. Um, So if you could roll a d20 and add one of your modifiers to it that I will tell you, and it's uh, it's a wisdom saving throw. So. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh, that'd be a three, all um, told. It, right as you hear this voice, it seems to be sucked away from you. Like It's just like an echo, a delay pedal of just this, like, we're going to do great things. And it's just like, it's pulled away. And the hypnotic pattern um, that it was this, like, comforting delve into yourself, uh, all of a sudden you can see the whole room that you're in. And you can see the the colors of the hypnotic pattern seem to still be there, except you are sitting next to yourself. And you look over it, and it looks at you and says, Flute. Yes? You need help. You need someone to help you and your head starts to split open uh, of this version of yourself sitting next to you 
and you see, if you want to open your roll 20, I'm going to throw it on screen, what you oh, see I here, don't too. I want to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Could I also not see? No. Uh, in fact, you very specifically, deeply cannot not see here. Um, <laughs> as you see, out of your head bursts this large eye, um, kind of with this like green reptilian uh, edge to it. And it you hear a voice that sounds familiar to you, and you hear someone say, Where are you? I've been looking for you for so long. Seven days, in fact. You were supposed to come to my house. But you didn't, and now I have to burst you apart in your head. And I don't like doing it. Well, I do like doing that, but... You're avoiding me, Flute. You're avoiding Powerface. And do I, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I recognize yeah. The <laughs> absolutely. Immediately. Okay. Um, no. No. We just. We just got. We just got side sidetracked. Is all. Well, he says. Now I'm sidetracked from everything else in my life except for fixating on the fact that you're not here. So. Well, we'll be there. We'll. We just. We just finished up. We just finished up our business, and then we were gonna head head over there. Okay. That's fine, but until then, you don't get to sleep. And it blinks and just dissipates away and all the color goes away, and you realize that it is the morning and you do not get to take a long rest. Um, You do not heal any hit points and you do not get any spell slots back. Um, And in fact, uh, you take some damage as well. Oh! is I'm going to roll 3d6 here for the very last moment of our stream. I'm going to roll 3d6. And you take... Shit, I don't know what spells I'd use. Ooh, you take 13 points of psychic damage. Um, Oof. And if you're not sure... Uh, Andrew, because I kind of did a, a weird tricky thing where I had you level up before you took a long rest and then I did this to you. Um, you can just cut your spell <laughs> slots in half, um, taking the highest one, at least. Yeah, I think I I think I remember. Um, so, yeah, uh, cool, all right. 13 points of psychic damage. Um, you do not get the effects of a long rest. And uh, you see the dawn come. Um, you hear Goat shuffling about, um, actually not shuffling, moving quite intently and quickly as she is starting the morning early, the first one of the crew up, kind of like preparing the ship to go as she expects to leave here, this place, um, in this next morning. And, um, we will pick it up next week at the start of this next day, uh, with a very hungover town, a very wounded flute, and a level nine party here. Crazy. Wow. And for those of you who don't know, Powerface was an eye tyrant who we briefly chatted with who wants bit us to a, come work for him. A yeah. bit of a job of the hut figure. Yeah. Bit of a yeah. local He did promise us our own tough. planet if we do yeah, this job, so but there is a carrot at the other end of the huge well, stick. Now yes. we need to fix flute, so <laughs> I guess we're going right to him. Um, oh fuck. boy! Yeah. So, um, what a jerk! Ugh, that was crazy. So close. You that made contact. So yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Moonboy, I believe you made a saving throw in your dream at one point, too. Um, I certainly did. I certainly did. Yes. So, yeah, I think it is an important piece that I, I rolled over, if you are new to this, that there is a... Uh, you all spoke in a, in a to a beholder creature um, that is claims to be the ruler of the farthest planet of this solar system called Hakatha that uh, has requested your presence seven days ago, and it has been seven days. So We were um, doing stuff. Yeah, I wanted to go to Click's planet. Oh, it's kind of hey, jerk. It does already here too. It doesn't mean yeah, I will say Click's planet is much closer than Powerface's planet. Uh, this is not me as the DM saying you have to do this. This is the eye tyrant Powerface saying, Where are you at? Um, uh, can we get embroiled in another I mean, we can't charge into a battle with an undying queen with a bard who can't sleep, right? <laughs> That's true. true. Unless... Does Greta Restoration do anything for insomnia? I don't um, know. We could try it on Melzor. Cool. All right. Well, <laughs> tomorrow, uh, oh next boy. session, you will have to um, choose between <sighs> dealing with the, the ticking clock of a, an eye tyrant or the qu- ticking clock of a home planet that is uh, seemingly being torn apart. So uh, <laughs> welcome to Better Than Heroes, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful time. three! Thanks for listening to this episode of Better Than Heroes. Just wanted to remind you that we live stream a new episode of the show every Monday at 7pm on Twitch. You can find a link to our live stream or watch any of our past episodes by going to betterthanheroes.com. Okay, bye. See you soon. I love you. Stargazer, moon boy, click the crusher, Kai, Amelia, chef, and the wind rider, flute, whim teaser. They're better than heroes.